You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Mino Line Media presents the Business First Podcast. Hi, all, and welcome to a new episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host. And if you've been with us over the last two years, I can't even believe it's been that long, then you've heard some really great stories, great business stories. And we hope that they have been informational and inspirational. Uh, But today, I'd like to focus on the importance of the strategy behind creating a great business story. In fact, I would argue that a good business story is the most important focus of any company. Some people might say that it's finances, but even if it's finances, I would argue that even if you're going to be talking to an investor, a banker, or even family members to be able to secure financing, you have to lead with a great story. And then after you open and after you've launched your business, it's going to be that story that's going to drive your customer base and your team members, because you want your team members to be good ambassadors, but you also want your customers to be returning. And it's the story that does that. I say all successful brands are great storytellers and several of a couple of the the brands that I like to use as examples are SoulCycle, Starbucks, and Dove. And I like these three brands because they have the stationary bike, coffee, and soap. Like three of the most basic types of products that you could offer in the market. But it's their story, right? It's their story that they've created that's allowed them to be these multi-million, multi-billion dollar brands. And so I believe that that's achievable for anyone, but I, I really do feel that the first place to start is with a successful story. And so that's what I'd like to go over, uh, just part of a strategy that I've put together um, for you and others in hopes that it will help you redefine. If you're already in business, it can help you redefine your business. But if you're starting out in business, this is a great way to start. So one of the reasons that building a great story is important is because it helps your 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 um, team members and your customers and or clients connect emotionally to your story. And when there's an emotional investment to a brand It is a connection that is not easily broken. So aside from strengthening your business and improving sales, it really does help gain customer and associate loyalty because it helps the listener imagine themselves in a different place. So one of the three things that your customers should be saying after they hear your story is, I can or I should do that right? Or I need that, or I want that experience, right? So there should be this feeling, this connection to whatever you are presenting that they want to be able to answer those three questions. I can and should do this. I need that, or I want that experience. 
So I've also created a set of storytelling themes that can help you plug into the right theme for your business. And when I say theme, if you think traditionally about a story, uh, if if you like rom-coms or heist movies or mob movie, mob movies or horror films, right? Those are all themes. And so even before you know what the movie is or the book is or the TV show, just the genre, right? If you kind of understand, if, if you know what the genre is, sometimes there's an attraction before you even see what it is. If you know you like horror stories, then you, you might be willing to try something before you even know what it is. If you don't like it, then you might move on from that. And so these storytelling themes are, are operate the, the same way. I'm not going to talk about that today, but I am going to talk about it in an, up, an upcoming episode. What I want to focus on today is I also created a system that I call the 4D system. And the 4Ds, just really so that it's easy to remember, it's decide, detail, design, and distribute. And so today, what I want to focus on is decide, the very first of the Ds, because it's how you create the elements of your story. The elements of your story are really going to be the foundation for a story that resonates with an audience or a clientele. So I'm not going to take very long, but I want you to take some notes and and let us know if this resonates with you or is or is helping you in terms of you moving your business forward. So the four most important aspects of your story under decide are who you are, right? It's your professional and your personal profile. And so most of us will identify ourselves with our credentials and our professional experience. That is important because that is what tells us that you are the expert in this space. But we also need to know your personal profile, right? So what is it that inspired you to create this business? What are your interests around those business around this business? or these products and services, because that's also an important part of your story. It's also part of what's going to help mold an emotional connection to your story. So if I look at myself, I absolutely have credentials and communications, and I have experience that match that. But also as a kid, I had a great interest in, in storytelling. I had a great interest in how stories affected people. And through my professional development, I was always fascinated about branding and marketing and what made people buy things and what made people loyal to brands. And so it's not just about your professional, because those, some of you who are starting businesses may not have a strong credential or may not have a strong um, professional experience, but it's also important that you give as much relevance to your interests, your passions, and um, the things that have inspired you on this journey, because those are the things that are going to connect with your audience. The second thing is what you do. And they may, that may seem like a really simple uh, task to write down your products and your services, but it's important to write it down because I think most, in, most entrepreneurs, and I've dealt with a lot of business people who take for granted things that they do in their business that they don't really acknowledge. But those are some of the things that attract their, their customers and their clientele. So it's something that you have to really spend 
time doing. And I've I've completed a, a manual that will have these sheets, but even before then, you don't even need uh, a manual. You can get a notebook and you can write these things down. So you have a chance to writing. I, I really believe in, in writing things down because it gives you a chance to examine and look at your material and see things that you may not have seen before. Number three is why you do it. And I would suggest to um, anyone who's interested in business and moving their business forward is to check out Simon Sinek, who has a ton of videos and programs on YouTube. He's written books. He's an American businessman and strategist, business strategist. But he talks a lot about the business of why, like why people create uh, businesses and why why your why is sometimes more important than what you do. And one of his best examples, of course, is Apple, because um, Apple came into the marketplace as not necessarily a strong competitor as a, a computer company. It came in as a technology company, obviously, but there were tons of other computer companies that had been tried and tested and had been doing well, but Apple never really sold computers, right? They sold a system or they sold a process, they sold a coolness, and that's what people bought into. And so it would be really, it would help you as a business person to really understand your why. And Simon Sinek does a, a number of different uh, videos, as I said, and um, content around how you, you, you focus on your why. And then the fourth one is for whom you do it right? So whom are you serving and who are your customers? And again, that may sound like a really simple task, but it's important that you really examine and not just say, oh, this is for women and this is, or this is for men and this is, or this is for the gay community, but to really have a firm understanding of, of who your audience is. And so a great example is when I was at Black Enterprise, I was the founding editorial director for the Women of Power Summit. And when we created the Women of Power Summit several years ago, it's probably 15, roughly 15 years ago, there weren't a lot of women's conferences. So we thought as a business publication, this was great, or as a business, as, as, a, as a business media company, this was a great platform to launch. Um, and we were going to launch it for every woman in who who had a job. This was a this was a, a conference for women, working women. The smartest thing we did was form an advisory board because it was through the advisory board that we understood that women in the C-suite would not necessarily come to a conference like that unless they were coming to mentor or support these these women, women who were kind of starting out in their career. They also told us, and it was something that we had realized in, in our research, is that if you were an entry-level professional, you could move pretty quickly to the VP level if you worked hard and you were diligent in your job. The most difficult place to transition was from middle management, a VP status level, to senior management. Right, which was the ultimate goal. If you had reached VP, the goal is to, to become an SVP or an EVP or to enter into the C-suite. But that in corporate America, that's the most difficult place to transition. 
And so them letting them alerting us to that or highlighting or giving us the insights around that helped us to craft a conference that really focused not on all working women, which is what we wanted to do originally, right? We were able to focus on just that group. And so it was a group that we intimately knew and understood. We knew their challenges because when you think about business, right? Your job is to, you're in the service business. If you're in business, your job is to find and to solve a problem, right? And you can only solve that problem if you understand it well. And so getting those insights helped us in, helped us to zero in on a specific area and serve it well. And so it was a hit from the very first conference, the very first event that we had, because we had the senior level women supporting us. They were there telling us what the journey was about, how to do it, giving you the, the, the blueprint for how to make it. And then we, we targeted women who knew that they needed this challenge. And so even in the following year, we had women coming back and saying, we followed the blueprint and we got promoted, or we followed the blueprint and we got a different job, or we were able to move up. The relationships are better with my boss. It was, it had been fantastic. And so that's why it's really important for you to decide who your audience is and not to just make it broad, right? But think about region, think about what they do for a living, think about um, what their lives are like. And so as you're developing this audience, right, be very specific and very intentional with what you're doing. And so the decide piece, right? Like I said, this is the first aspect of what we're of what we teach and, and what I, I what I'd like to bring to you here on this show is that you before you can tell an effective story, these are the things that you have to be able to know about your audience. And so when you are clear about who you are, what you do, why you do it, then you can design and craft a story that really resonates and connects emotionally with the people that you intend to reach. The other piece that that helps you do that is, or I should say, the other reason why this is really important when you really take the time to do this, then you really clearly get to see what your value is. And I'm going to talk a little bit about value um, before we end the show. But the reason, uh, the other reason why this is all really important in terms of developing a strong story is there are three things that you want, to, there are three things in terms of how you want to be able to impact your customers, right? So you want your customers to feel confident in your ability to deliver on your promise. Your promise is your brand. There's been a, a ton of things written about brands, but when you really break it down, um, your brand is your promise. And I like to say that everybody has a brand, whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, because once I've experienced you, I have an idea of who you are and that's what I'm going to be sharing. And that becomes your brand. And so the goal for you as a business person is you want to have as much control over the chatter and, and the discussion around your brand as possible. So the first way to connect with your customers is you really want them to feel confident in your ability to deliver on your, on your promise. The second thing is you want customers to feel passionate about your goals and your services. So if I use the example of Black Enterprise and the Women of Power Summit, women kept coming back over and over again because there was a passion generated, because we were able to identify problems, because we were able to offer significant solutions, and because we created a great environment. 
it allowed people to feel passionate about it. And it was something that they looked forward to and wanted to experience. The third thing is you want to be able to change behavior. You want to have that level of impact on your customer. You want them to, to, to say like, I'm, you know, I think differently about whatever the experience is now, or I do things differently now, or I behave differently. Because if you can change behavior, again, that improves the emotional connection and improves the connection that people want to maintain with your brand. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of quotes that I have um, used and heard over the years, but it's people don't buy products. They buy better versions of themselves, right? So it's not necessarily the product, like that nuance is, is, is really significant. It's not really the, the, the product. It's what the product can do, right? So it's, it's, not your, it's not what your products and services can do. It's what your customer can do with your products and services. And when you can figure that out based on all the work that you're going to do as you're creating your story, then you determine what your value driver is. That's what's going to be important because it's the value that people are going to be connected to. And so Warren Buffett always says, price is what you pay, but value is what you get. And the Disney brothers would say from uh, Ray Disney specifically said, when value is clear, decisions are easier. And so we live in, in, in a world right now where we are bombarded with either social media, with ads. We have so many streaming platforms. You know, we're bombarded with messages. We're bombarded with products. We're bombarded with people who say, this is what I can do for you. When, when your value is clear, then the decision is easier. Then it's easier for somebody to say, I think that's the product for me. I think that's the service for me. I think that's the company that I want to either support or do business with. And so those are the things that you're going to have to consider as you are building your brand. As I mentioned, that is just one aspect of, of the, the 4D system, decide. It's the very first one. It's the, it's the one that helps you structure where you are. So to end this just first aspect of structuring your business, the three things, your three takeaways from this session should be, or this, this discussion should be, work on your business story. Your business story really is, it's your communications for your business. And it's what will define your brand and it's what will create strong ambassadors for people who encounter your brand. Focus on the first of the 4D system, which is decide, right? Who you are, what you do, why you do it, and for whom you do it. And, to, and remember to be very specific about what your customer base looks like. And then finally, figure out your value driver. Because when value is clear, decisions are easy. Thanks for listening. I promised it was going to be quick. We'll be back again next week with a new guest and some new insights. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. Take care. The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Aline, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, 
Amazon Music, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. On social media, on IG, at business underscore first underscore podcast. Follow the Mean Old Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mean Old Line Media. Get the Mean Old Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Business First Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.